Y'all, welcome to another edition of the Corner Store Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Koval, and we are we remain in, in quarantine and shelter. In Chicago, maybe forever. We, we don't know how much longer we'll be in quarantine here. Uh, but I do hope everyone is well and maintaining and healthy. And I hope... Um, you know, if I hope you're taking care of yourself, and uh, I'm, I'm excited because today uh, we have a, a guest in the corner store who I'm a fan of uh, for a little while now. Um, uh, she is a, a really incredible painter who works in a number of forms and mediums and sizes, and I'm excited to hop into the conversation uh, with Liz Flores. Liz, welcome to the corner store. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Now, how, <laughs> I, I, I know, I, I mean, well, first of all, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm really honored because I have a small piece of yours in my crib collection uh, that I feel, you know, very, you know, grateful to, to, to have. And I got it, <laughs> I got it at the Chicago Trueborn show um, a little while ago, but I'd seen you maybe for a year or so prior are you are you a Chicagoan? Yes. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Berwyn, and then um, yeah, and then I've been living in the city now um, for a few years. Um, but yeah, I feel like it kind of took me a while to like get my work out there. Um, but I, I think I I know which piece you have too from the Chicago Trueborn show. One yeah. of the octo is it an octagon? Yeah. Is there, no, it's not, no, it's I think not it's a hexagon. hexagon. <laughs> I was shitty and remain shitty at math. Um, so do I. <laughs> which is interesting given kind of the work that you do aesthetically because uh, you it, it seems you have to be good at math to pull off these beautiful pieces that you do. Before you answer that question, give people – so people can, can uh, be in tune and, and also see as they're listening. What, what's, what's your IG so people could, could uh, you know, see and listen at the same time? Oh, yeah. Um, my Instagram is Lizito, L-I-Z-I-T-T-O. Great. Okay. So, so let's talk about style, I guess, because yeah. really, I mean, it seems like you're making these <laughs> abstract well, shit. Is it is it cubism? I'm not sure. I was like going today. I'm like, is it is it uh, Matisse or 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 Juan Gris? Uh, there seems to be certainly like a cubist influence in your work. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. That's totally fair. Um, and I I feel like I have a hard time describing my work like that only because I didn't go to art school, and so I just feel like I'm still trying to learn like the vocabulary, the proper vocabulary, I guess, yeah. of how to describe it. Um, but yes, uh, I, I get that a lot, like a lot of like um, cubism and um, yeah, just like kind of contemporary figurative like art feel to it. Um, but it's so funny that you mentioned being good at math because. I'm not like at all. And I, it's, I actually see my work and I'm like, requires no math at all. Or like, (laughs) no no way. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm terrible. Uh, I feel like math has just always frightened me. Um, and I was never good at it as a kid. I struggled so bad. Um, and that's actually why I was like, Oh, I want to do art because it requires no math, which is so wrong. (laughs) <laughs> um but uh yeah i don't know it's yeah it's kind of interesting that you say that because i feel like i i don't take like a mathematical approach like at all well, to my work well but so it, it maybe maybe it's maybe math is not even the right term it's more it's more ge- geometry which of course yeah has yeah to do with math. I, 
Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. And something that I, um, because my work is all, you know, it's a lot of shapes coming together to make like a figure and then having all those shapes sort of like interacting around the figure in like a cohesive way. Um, one thing in terms of like the geometry that you're mentioning is, I, I'm constantly like I'm constantly trying to make sure that it doesn't feel too rigid, and so not all the shapes are perfect, and that's like on purpose. So, and some, and I have to kind of like battle myself because I have like a perfectionist side. So I'm like, oh, this circle has to be perfect, but then I'm like, but no, I don't want to get into that's like a box that I don't want to like put myself into and have my work viewed that way. So that's like, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. It's like kind of like a battle between like I want everything to be really clean and like really precise but at the same time I love putting in like shapes that are just like what the hell is that shape even it's not even like anything that you could I guess describe um and I kind of like doing that kind of back and forth so it kind of gives this the work a little bit more like fluidity so it doesn't feel so harsh uh, agreed no that your work seems incredibly organic and also really well thought out. I, I, I mean, and, and I don't know if that's the case or not, but it, it's I, it, it's something like, um, you know, to be good at pool, you have to have a, 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 an acute understanding of angles. Uh, I am yeah. not good at pool. I, I feel <laughs> like you might be a pool shark low key, like hustle <laughs> people on the side because that is, I think one of your gifts is, is the ability to bring shape to create image and, and, but these shapes are, you know, don't seem to fit together. You must've been very good at like Lincoln logs or some shit like that as a kid, or, you know, like just a, a prodigy when it came to putting squares inside of circles or something. <laughs> I might've been, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I definitely always like to like make things with, I, I was always like a creative kid. Um, but I never did abstract or like, figurative like kind of yeah abstract figurative work like ever um and so I actually really loved doing um like comic book characters and I was a huge nerd <laughs> um and I like yeah I mean I loved like Batman Superman Spider-Man I was all about it um and then I got like really into like Pokemon when that was a huge thing and I would like draw all the characters all the time um and yeah, for a while when I was a kid, I thought I would like maybe work for Disney and like do, you know, do cartoons and like, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and then in high school, that's like when I really started taking like art classes. Um, I mean, it was, they weren't, I don't know, they weren't, they could have been better art classes. So where did um, you go to high school? Uh, Nazareth Academy in LaGrange Park. Okay. So I went to, Catholic, um, high school, Catholic grade school. Um, and then, yeah, so that was like kind of when I started to get, it's really interesting. All of my like figurative paintings, like whenever I would draw like a person, it was always really flat. Um, even like my past paintings. And I remember my teacher being like, you know, maybe I should show you how to paint like some depth. And like, I just was never good at it. Uh, and now I guess, I mean, it works out okay. Cause my, my work is, you know, very flat in color. Um, but that was, that's just kind of something interesting that I always noticed about my past work. And I always hated that because I wanted to paint and, and draw like really realistic portraits. Cause that's what, I saw in like museums and stuff. And that's like what the good art was. Mm. And so I was like, well, mine is just like 
you know, it's just flat and it doesn't have like a lot of depth. So I have to change it. And so I was kind of always like feeling like my art was like not kind of good enough, but um, yeah, it was sort of, yeah. So I, I've kind of been doing art and drawing different things. I paint, I would like draw my classmates and stuff. Like when we were in class, I'd like do like people's like pictures and everything. Um, and yeah, that's kind of just the artsy kid. I always had like paint on my like school uniform. <laughs> and, and did you go to, did you go to college for, for art? No. Um, I went to college for business. I went to Illinois state. Um, and then I studied, uh, entrepreneurship and small business management. Um, but I, I, it's kind of funny. I studied that, but I didn't actually think I was going to like run my own business. I just thought I would work like in a corporate job or something. And, um, and I really wanted to study art, but it just like really didn't seem like it could be a viable career, especially, you know, back then Facebook was around, but there wasn't like Instagram or any of these other social channels. So you couldn't see any artists doing well. I know that they were out there, but I just had no visibility of that. Um, and then, and in my art classes, we always studied, you know, the, I guess like the older painters and they were all guys and they were all like dead. So I was like, well, <laughs> that just doesn't seem like it's a viable career. Cause I, I'm not really learning about anyone that's doing it right now. Um, and so I love that yeah, IG. So, I love I love that IG made a creative life viable. And I think you're right for for so many people that that it totally seen makes a, a, a giant difference in, in your it makes it a huge difference. Yeah. Like I, I I mean, there are things that I've seen. I feel like where I'm like, I didn't even think artists could like do that where it's like an artist like painting a airplane or something, you know, like stuff like that, where I feel like it's almost like you can feel your mind expanding on like what's possible for you and like your career. And so I just think like back then I just had a very small kind of window of what I thought was possible. So, um, yeah. And I mean, my parents were also just like, you are not going to be studying art. <laughs> we have to, it has to be something sensible. Well, what, like do, what, what do they do? Or, you know, what did they do? Yeah. Um, so my dad worked for a nonprofit for, um, like many years. And then when I was in high school, I think, or actually it was probably before, a little bit before then, um, he retired early and started his own restaurant and he still has it. He's had it for like over 10 years. Um, but it's a tamale restaurant and that was like where I worked in high school. Um, oh, and so wow. it's in yeah North Riverside. Um, and my called? mom, can you, can you shout it out. Oh yeah. Tamale hot cafe. Go oh. check it out. Tell my dad I sent you. <laughs> um, and they're really good. Uh, I have to say when I was in high school though, I was so over tamales because I was eating them all the time right. and that's where I worked after school. And then I would just, I felt like I just smelled like tamales constantly. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Um, but I'm, I'm back on them now. Um, I needed a break. His, and his specifically? Sorry? His tamales specifically you're back on or just tamales? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm back on all, all, tamales, all tamales. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then my mom works for uh, Bank of America. Um, I forgot what like her exact role is, but she does like some analyst stuff that I'm just like, mom, I don't even understand. <laughs> um, but she's worked there for like 20 years. Um, so, so they were yeah, not feeling, so they were not feeling your, uh, desire to become a, an artist. Absolutely not. 
they were like, we have not worked this hard to have you be, you know, trying to be an artist and, you know, and, and whatever that means. So, um, and I think for them too, it's kind of the same thing that when you don't have a lot of evidence that there are people doing that work, um, it's very hard to just feel like that's possible. So, um, I was also, I mean, I, I'm also the oldest, I have a younger sister and that I think definitely played a role too. And my parents like, Oh, they, I mean, on me, they were always like, you have to be like straight A student, you know, be in all those AP classes and kind of go a very like traditional route. I feel, you know, my sister was kind of able to do a little bit more like exploration. Um, yeah, it's kind of like that older, younger sister kind of thing. Like the oldest, it's like I know, stakes too, are high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I definitely fell into the mentality of just like being, um, you know, a very obedient daughter and like just wanting to like make my parents really happy. Um, and so I put the art stuff aside, um, you know, when I got to college. I would always see people um on the quad though and like the art students and they'd be like drawing stuff for yeah. their classes there's a really and good would, art program at illinois state too yeah. yeah and i would always be very curious about what they were doing and i was like man like all right but and then i just walked to like the college of business <laughs> um well it makes so, sense it makes sense that you study because you're running your own small business now i mean yeah right right so it's still right so the business like i mean that's still so important. And I, I, I think that artists not understanding business or like learning anything about business, like in college or, I mean, I don't know. I just don't get it. It's kind of interesting how business and art feel so separate all the time until you are an artist and you're just like, it is, you're running a business. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that, I mean, that, 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 I mean, that's, I I think that's an intentional separation, you know, or, yeah. seg- or I should say segregation that, you know, that there is a desire to keep artists hungry um, yes. and, and not, yeah. you know, and I think, I think it's artists who are changing that perception and that reality and are sharing mm-hmm. some of the things you probably learned in business school, you know, with one another to create a viable life and protect oneself and have health care and be able to pay rent or own a house or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. Right. I am constantly like, why? is like why is being an artist equal starving never having a home like you know what i'm saying like not having enough money ever like i'm like that no i'm not here for that <laughs> we got to do that. that yeah no that <laughs> um and so yeah it's it, you're so right i i definitely think that um people try to keep artists like in that mindset and it's i don't feel like that's even good for your creativity like i oh. if i'm like struggling with money I am never creating good work because I'm so stressed out. Um, so that doesn't even make sense to me. But um, yeah, so I didn't actually like pick up a paintbrush or start working on my art again until like after I graduated um, college. Um, wow. So you took you took some time away. Now, yeah. OK, so what after you graduated, what did you go to do? Um, I got a full time job. Um, so I grad when uh, so when I was in college before, right before I graduated, I got a job offer. So I was like, sweet, I'm all set. I'm going to have a job lined up. And, um, I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm great. <laughs> what, what, what were and, you doing? What was the gig? Um, I was a, um, so I, 
I was a, what was that, office manager to begin with and then ended as an operations analyst for a warranty company called The Warranty Group, um, which they're no longer around anymore. But um, but yeah, so that was my first job. And so I, that, yeah, that was just it's clearly not, evident that I, that I was not going to work. <laughs> I fell asleep when you were talking. I, I, or, right? I, I, <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't sound that... <laughs> No offense. I fell asleep, I think, on like my first day. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it became very clear that this was not going to work out for me. And I felt so just like freaked out because I was like, I have spent the past, you know, four years preparing for, you know, this like traditional life. And now to find out that it's not something that I can do um is like horrifying (laughs) well well, what brought you in what was the invitation into picking the paintbrush up again how how when did why did you start yeah um so quickly after i realized that this like working corporate was not going to work out for me um i i mean i literally feel like i well, first, I was living in Champaign. I wasn't in Chicago. So I was living in Champaign. I was all by myself out there, which I think was a godsend because when I was alone, like my parents weren't with me. Um, I, my, my friends were all in Chicago starting their jobs. I was the only one in Champaign. That was really the only time that I've actually been like kind of by myself without friends or family really influencing me. And it was the only time that I actually kind of sat down with myself to be like, I I don't like this corporate stuff. So what do you want to do? And then, um, and then that just led while well, I was like, I, I've always loved like creative stuff. I loved painting. I loved drawing. And then I was like, let me just give it a shot. I mean, I have all these hours free after work because I'm alone out here. And so, um, so that's how I started picking it up. And it was, I just picked it up to like gain some sanity and like try to have some moments of like happiness after work. Um, and then it quickly like, uh, evolved from that. And then I got, I started to like learn more about other artists. I started like, while I was at work, I would like kind of be secretly researching, you know, like, Ooh, like art stuff and like this artist, Oh my God. Like, you know, this person is doing this. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. And I, yeah. And it just like kept, building, 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 building. And it was a whole, it was a three-year process. So I stayed at my job for three years. I eventually, they eventually transferred me to Chicago and, um, and I worked in the loop. And so I, I was living in Berwyn with my parents and taking the Metro in. And then, um, and then after work, I would work on my art and be painting. And then, um, you know, eventually got on Instagram and started posting really bad pictures of my work. Um, but I loved it. I was like all, I was just like, this is great. Like I'm starting to like learn who I am as an artist. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it was kind of like a three-year period of just like learning and like figuring out that there's like an art world out there. So once you found that world, how, 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 I mean, you, you left that job. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you you just threw all into making art, or I, I mean, because because now, now I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Now you live as a full time artist. Is that yes, okay, correct? Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and what what was the period in between the transition of like I'm gonna leave this, jo-, or did you know once you left the job you already had shit lined up? <laughs> I wish I had shit lined up. Yeah, yeah. I I literally jumped off of like a bridge. I feel like yeah. and. 
Um, sometimes I always, I feel like people are like, oh my God, that's so cool. Um, it's, it's very romanticized, but it was so fucking hard. Um, and I feel like I jumped and I was like, really like, this is so great. Like, it's going to be really great. But there were like really hard times. So I jumped. I honestly didn't really have a lot of art stuff lined up, but I was like, I want more time to focus on my work. So I was like, instead of like working this corporate job where I have to be in an office like all day, um, I was like, why don't I just pick up like freelance kind of gigs, you know, so I can like work in my art studio. Cause I had an art studio in the West Loop um, on Laughlin Street. And so like, yeah, really old kind of like abandoned warehouse kind of thing going on. And it had like a bunch of um, uh, a bunch of artists studios in there and um yeah so that's what where I would work and so I was like if I pick up some freelance jobs like I can work um in my studio and be working on my art and like have more flexibility so um I guess I didn't realize how little a lot of freelance things (laughs) also freelancing doing what so I was like why don't I just freelance doing like some social media stuff like I could do that right like I can learn that like yeah, I'm sure like social media managers are gonna be like, whatever. <laughs> um, I actually was like pretty good at it though. Um, and so you're good on socials now. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was pretty good at it. So I did that for, so I had a friend who um, ran a consulting agency and um, she hired a lot of people to write for her and freelance for her, you know, stuff like that. So I, when I quit my job, I was like, hey, I need a freelance gig. And so she gave me like my first really freelance gig. Um, It took me a while to like build up that gig to actually make it to where it was making me enough money to where I can like live. So I did a bunch of other like really odd jobs on the side to like keep it going. Um, Like odd? Like, well, I was a a tasker on TaskRabbit for a while. I don't. I don't know if I even know what that means. Oh my god! Really, TaskRabbit? Yeah. It's great. Um, if you ever need like stuff, like if you need someone to like put up a shelf for you, oh, or like yeah. if you need someone, like you can get a tasker to do like so many different things. So anyway, I had a friend who had done that, and I remember her telling me like, "Yeah, it's a great way to make some side money." And I was like, "I need side money like now because I quit my job." I need side money to be my right now money. Yeah, <laughs> and so. Um, but the bad thing about that is that the jobs that pay like more are the like heavy lifting jobs, which I'm like five, three and like super petite. So I was like, great, I can't do any of those jobs. <laughs> um, so the, like, there was one that was like home organization and stuff like that. So I like organized someone's closet. I like helped someone organize their garage. Um, I cleaned like these, like, uh, these two guys apartment for a while, um, and so, yeah, so I did that for a little bit. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it, I, I, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I just need enough to get to like the next like step, you know, I was like, I know like that freelance gig is like going to like pay off. I just need enough to like hold me over until I can get to the next thing. Um, and so like, or until I can like pay for like this, like art show or pay for like supplies or whatever. So, um, yeah, so I did like stuff like that. Um, I I also worked at Staples for like a month and a half in their copy center, um, and that was also very interesting. And good God, copies the copy center. Every time I go into a Staples, I'm like, 
you guys are amazing <laughs> because right. a month and a half, I was like, this is insane. Yeah, I, um, I but I did get my business cards because I, you could get like free business cards. So that's how I got my business cards for free. Nice. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think, I think you, I mean, one, just as working people and working artists, like it takes a lot, like you do what you can to make a oh, life in absolutely. the arts. When, yeah. when, when was the breakthrough? Like when did you get over and start uh, yeah. to make a, a, a run at it, a life at it? Um, probably, honestly, it's probably like two years ago to a year and a half ago. Like, it took me a long time. Um, and maybe, I mean, overall, so overall from quitting that, like, corporate job to now, I'll hit five years in May. So it doesn't actually seem very long. Like, when I look back, I'm like, holy shit, all of that happened in like a year. Like I did all of those like weird things. Like everything was so cobbled together. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, probably a year and a half ago to like two years ago, I guess, um, was when it was like when I started to get into like mural stuff, I honestly started to just, I think I, I felt like I hit like my my um, style because I think for a while I I was still trying to figure out my style. And so I think that's why, you know, while I was doing, I was doing like so many kind of odd jobs or doing a lot of like other freelance projects because I just felt like mm, I'm still like, I still need to like iterate like so much, you know? Um, and and, and you, I, and I just couldn't do in? that. How did you hone in on your style? Like, how did you, how did you, like, when did you feel like you're like, oh shit, this is actually what it is I have to say, or this is the way I want to say it or. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I did a show uh, in Grand Rapids and um, and it was like these really simple like black and white like line drawings. And that was like a stepping stone into my style. I felt like it was like I, w- I was like, OK, this is the foundation. Um, and I was like, I, I can build something up like this is good. This foundation is really good. Um, I felt like I really nailed it when. I did an art residency in Oregon. Um, I think it's about two years ago now, I think. Um, and I, I did one painting, one big painting while I was there and I, and, um, I left it there for them. And when I did that painting, I was like, this is it. This is my style. Like I, I felt like I was like trying to figure out my colors, trying to figure out like my shapes, my people. And when I did that one, I was like, holy shit, I got like, this one's like really good. And I was like, let me try. Okay. Let me just take this. And every time I feel lost, like I'll look back on this one and it can help me a little bit. So, um, that's really beautiful. That's great. Like a map to back to yourself. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, what's funny is that I, when I was in Oregon, I was in this like really small town and like, like I was not in the city. I I, I think it all comes back. I feel like when I'm like alone, good things happen. Um, we need time time alone. I mean, that's what the the act of making art, although you make art in a community, in a context, in a conversation with many other people, you have to, you know, my my buddy Adam Ansbach says you have to sit your ass in the chair as a writer and do the work. And for a painter, it's like, you gotta, you gotta be in the studio. It's like, you, you know, yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I feel like that because I was alone, you know, very small town, like just so different, lots of nature, like completely different environment. Like, I feel like I could really break through there. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but it was just a ton of, honestly, a ton of iteration, a ton of like looking to see also, I feel like I always take notes on myself. And so if I really like 
a piece of art or even if it's like, whoa, like maybe, maybe I don't like the painting, but I like that color. Like I take notes on that stuff and I, and I like have been taking notes on myself for like three years already. So like I compiled all that and that kind of helped me find my style. And now how do you think about the work that you make? What is the subject? How do you describe the style um, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this is always so hard because I feel like even when I, I, I always think about like when I'm uh, like in an Uber or something and like, and I'm like, oh, I'm an artist. And then they're like, oh, what kind of art did you do? And I'm like, well, I, I always say like, I do, you know, like, um, like figurative, like contemporary um, painting and um, a lot of like abstract work. And, and everyone's like, okay. What like, you know, and then I'm like, that, let yeah. me just show you a picture. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm still really bad at describing that, but I mean, essentially, um, you know, my work revolves around the human body, but in particular the female body, right. um, and, and like the human condition and like just everyday experiences and taking those two things and abstracting them and using that as like a form of storytelling. Um, so that's kind of like, you know, yeah, what my work is about. Um, but, um, yeah. And, and now what, what is your practice like? How often are you creating? When do you create? Where do you make? Do you still have mm-hmm. a studio um, in the West Loop? Or where, where do you work? Um, I work in my apartment. I don't have the West Loop studio anymore. Um, I hate commuting. And so I was just not getting like going there to, you know, like justify rent. Um, and so I was like, let me try like a home studio. I've never done that. Uh, and let's see how that goes. And I love it. Um, so I work out of my living room. Hopefully I'll have a bigger apartment one day. (laughs) Um, but right now, I mean, I've been working out of my living room for like the past two years, two and a half years. So, and it works great. Um, we figure it out. Uh, I, you know, I live here with my partner. Um, and so he works, it's funny. He works in our bedroom. I, I took over the living room cause I was like, I have more stuff. I need, I need to put these canvases somewhere. <laughs> um, so the whole apartment is like a little workshop. <laughs> um, and I'm like, ma- I'm making or painting or doing something digital like every day, basically. Um, even on the weekends, it's like a, it's a hustle right now for sure. Um, and right now I'm doing a lot of commission work. I have a lot of paint. I have one painting in particular that's it's actually too big for my apartment. Um, and so I am working out of another um, artist's studio, uh, Joe Renda and Kate Lewis. Um, they have yeah, like a, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they're awesome. Um, they have a big studio. So um, yeah, Joe's graciously let me <laughs> work in that um, space right now while I finish um, this big painting. And are you are you working toward um, a, a show? Or are you working on a body of work? I mean, I, you said commissions, but are you is there is there your own stuff that you're kind of working toward? Yeah. Um, so the commission work is like kind of is you know its own thing. I mean, it's all like my style and stuff. And actually, the commission work is it's very new to me. The whole commission process, um, and I, I mean, I'm really grateful for it right now because we are quarantined and stuff. So. Um, the fact that like all these commissions kind of came in at this time was kind of perfect, but, um, but yeah, but that whole process has been, uh, very new to me. I'm still like trying to like figure it out and make it like a good experience for me and a good experience for, um, you know, my collectors, but, um, I am working on 
like a separate body of work for, um, I have a friend of mine who was starting a gallery uh, that's actually going to be in her home. And so I'm doing a series of paintings for that, which we're hoping um, we can show in the fall. So that's, you know, something else I'm working on like privately. Great. And, and how has this time of in shelter and quarantine affected your workflow? I mean, is it, is it just, I, I, you know, as a writer, it's like, I want time to myself to be able to create. And so, you know, this is in some ways not terribly different. Uh, I'm, I'm a fairly social person and I go out and have a lot of responsibilities out in the world, but this this time to just sit in my office and and write I, I welcome you know I mean not given what is happening in the world but but in terms of just managing and and having time alone I, I appreciate it in that way how is it affected or not your 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 workflow um yeah I I kind of feel the same way where um you know in the beginning I didn't feel I don't know. Nothing really changed too much because I work from home already. So I'm used to being at home a lot. Um, I mean, there are, of course, like projects that are just not going to happen anymore. Um, but I feel like mentally, though, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've hit a lot of creative blocks um, more than I I normally get, I think. So, um, yeah, it's been hard. I, I, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm always like, I've always been a really like emotional person, which is like great for my work. Um, but I feel like I, there's like extra emotions right now. And it sort of feels like a tidal wave of like things every day. Um, whereas before you might, you know, I might've felt something like very intensely, maybe like once a day, but it went away very quickly. I feel like there are more waves in the ocean right now. Um, for me, like mentally. And so, um, you know, while I've been able to stay busy with work and, um, and some really cool projects, it has been really hard for me to, um, I think work at the speed that like, I normally am like trying to push myself. Like I feel so much slower. Um, and yeah, that's, and like, that's been really hard, like having to like adjust my timelines. Like I'm, I definitely, like I said, have that kind of perfectionist attitude sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I said it was going to be done by this time. And I don't like missing timelines and like blah, 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 and deadlines and all that. So, um, yeah, that's been like hard to like have to change that and have to come to the reality that, you know, things are different right now. So you're going to be reacting differently. Um, and I know you, yeah. you before, I mean, you, you've done uh, some larger scale work, some mural work mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Has, has that work kind of shut down for right now? Or Yeah, um, I am working. I'm trying to work something out um, with Uptown and some hoping that happens. Um, but we've, I mean, we've talked about doing that like, um, like maybe next month or uh, maybe in July. So, um, but yeah, I, anything that I had, like I, I was talking to a couple of like restaurants and like smaller businesses and that's just like, uh, no, nah, that's not really not going to happen. Um, so, uh, yeah, a lot of that work has definitely been put on pause. It's just even harder to get work approved or like pushed through the pipeline because, you know, so every, a lot of other people are being affected in like bigger ways. So, yeah, of course. What's, what's some of the things, not necessarily as an artist per se, but just as a human that you found yourself taking some solace in or delight in, in, in quarantine? Like, what are you, what are you going to? Are you cooking more? Are you watching more TV? Is there a particular show or 
how, you know what I mean? Like what, what, do you, yeah. what do you find that's giving you some, some, some life here? Um, so I think I've gone through phases. Um, so my first phase was my TikTok phase and I was like obsessed with, I, you know, it's so funny. My, um, my, my boyfriend has like a picture of, or a video of me and he's like, Hey, what do you think about TikTok? And I'm like, that's so dumb. I'm not getting on TikTok. That's so like, blah, blah, blah. And then like one week into quarantine, I'm like, Oh my God, did you see this TikTok? It's so funny. <laughs> I love watching like the dancing ones. Um, so that was like two weeks of solace. Uh, like I was like, Oh my God, TikTok's so great. Um, and now I'm like, all right, whatever. I think I passed my phase, but, um, and then uh, after that, let's see. Oh, then I got really into home decor videos on YouTube. And I think that was because I was so stuck. We're stuck in our apartment. So I'm like, maybe we should completely redo the living room. <laughs> we did actually, I did have like, have us move the couch um, to a completely different area. And like, we redid like half of it, which I needed for my creative brain. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, I, that actually helped so much with like a bunch of projects and moving them forward. Um, and, um, I went through a Lord of the Rings phase and watched all of those, the extended versions. Um, and, uh, now, um, yeah, now I'm on like skincare videos <laughs> and that's like what's getting me through. <laughs> if I, if I'm not drying, I'm just like, I'm going to put a skincare video on and like watch someone like get a facial. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. That's great. Um, well, Liz, I, I, I appreciate you and I, I really am such a big fan of your work and it's, it's, it's great to hear a little bit of your story. Again, for folks listening, where, where's the best place to be in tune to see you and uh, if folks you know, also want to be in tune about, about getting some of your art? Yeah, um, so I have a website, uh, lizfloresart.com, and then um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, lizito, L-I-Z-I-T-T-O. Great. Well, yo, thank you so much for being in the corner store. I appreciate it. Thank you. Shout out our super producer, DJ Cashera. Big up boss man, Todd Manley. Thank you to our official corner store photog, Mercedes Zapata. Salutes to the snack door, Max. Also, please, y'all, follow our instagram it's corner underscore pod on ig on twitter tell us who you want to see in the corner store and also please consider dropping a couple of dollars into our patreon account it's patreon.com corner store underscore pod the corner store is brought to you by stolen spirits